What's up, everybody? It's episode 76 of the Follow You Anywhere podcast, and I've got Cam back with me today. Uh, it's not a milestone episode. That was last week. Sorry you missed it, Cam. But hey, you had a milestone birthday to celebrate. I did, and it, it's a milestone episode. What's a, what's a milestone? I'm here. Oh, that, that wait. Any it, episode that I'm a part of is milestone. Wait, is this, the, is this the first episode of the year that you are participating? I don't think so. Okay, we did do one in January. I don't know. Yeah, we, went to, we went to every other week, and then you were out. But I do think we did one right after we came back. Yeah. Yeah. So this is your second episode of the year. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, it's been the topic of discussion everywhere if you have been on any form of social media. And uh, and so not totally just focusing in on this, but kind of what it means for us and, and the broader scope of things. But the Grammys. The Never Grammys, heard of them. What is that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Grammys are the Recording Academy. Uh, it's the the brother or sister award to uh, all of the the Academy war, uh, Awards. Um, so the Recording Academy, uh, the Academy Awards, they're all kind of their own genre of film, you know, and music. And so um, it's the, quote unquote, the highest award that you can receive as a musical artist or a musician, composer, songwriter, you know, producer, that type of thing. A Grammy is the the pinnacle, uh, the top of the mountain, as far as awards go. It's know. like it's like better than a double platinum record. Well, typically, a lot of those win Grammys. Oh, okay. But not always. Not 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 always. But that but, is a thing, right? A double platinum record. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Is that like the highest? No, uh, they have triple di- they platinum, have diamonds, quadruple diamond record. I think Diamond is the highest. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Um, uh, is Diamond the highest? Uh, gold, Platinum, and then Diamond. Yeah, so Diamond status is the is the highest. Um, so double Diamond record. There's Well, there's a Gold, uh-huh. Platinum, and then Diamond. Diamond. And um, there's only 82 certified diamond songs. Is there any double diamond um, records? I don't Triple know. Triple diamond. So a diamond is a... So yes, a diamond is a song or album that has gone platinum 10 times. Woo! So, or 10 million sales. So, like so a gold, double diamond would be 20 million and a triple diamond would be 30 million. Yeah. So I believe gold is a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. maybe. I don't know. Um, eighty-two, eighty-two diamond songs. Um, so it's the same. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, What's the dub? The the number one diamond song in the history of the industry. Well, would that be the the first one? No, I don't. I don't think there is like a number one that if that has had the most diamonds. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's 
I don't know, but Elton John's Candle in the Wind in 1997 mm-hmm. was the first song to ever go diamond. Never heard of it. <laughs> Candle in the Wind? I really don't think I've heard that song. What? No. You're joking. No, I'm serious. What was the second one? Well, I don't. they're not in order, but no. um, Sam Smith had a song, Stay With Me, in 2014. Oh, yeah, I've heard that one. Um that came out in 2014 and went diamond in November of 2020. Mm. Um, so, um, I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. Oh, I've heard of that one, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It took 30 years for it to get its diamond certification, but it did. Um, what, was the, what was the song to get to diamond status quickest? I don't know that, but Bruno Mars has the most diamonds. What? Yep, he has five hits that are Bruno diamonds. Mars yep. has five diamond hits. Uptown Funk, Just the Way You Are, Grenade, That's What I Like, and When I Was Your Man, all made over ten million sales across the last twelve hmm. years. Um, Baby Shark is also a diamond. Like Baby Shark, do Baby Shark, do 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 do. Poker Face by Lady Gaga, Call Me Maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen. Roar, Katy Perry, a lot, of, a lot of you know those pop songs. Not afraid, Eminem, Baby, Justin Bieber. Yeah, how many Christian? Eminem has multiple. Katy Perry has multiple. How, how many gospel songs have diamond status? Christian songs. Ed Sheeran has multiple. I'm scrolling. Um, like uh, Toby Mac or uh, uh, DC Talk or... God's Plan, uh, Drake. That's not <laughs> exactly um, the, the same genre. Um, <laughs> so far, it doesn't look like... Whoa, whoa, wait. Not even... Well, hold on. Kanye West? Nope. Oh. Not yet. I'm, I'm still looking. Um, okay. Uh, no, uh, I'm I'm not seeing. Oh, stronger by Kanye West, but that's not. That's not. That was that was that, that was, was pre conversion days. Um, all I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. That I mean that I'm uh, that you could mm. you could make an argument for that one being closer to Tennessee whiskey, Chris Stapleton. That's not no. Okay. This um, but but the Mariah Carey. I mean, it's at least. A Christmas song, which is about the birth of Christ. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> and yeah, so um, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, now that you've learned a little bit, um, uh, let's see. Surely, there's like a there's like a platinum song that's going to eventually get diamond status in the Christian music industry. I don't know. Okay, so yeah. So an album to go gold is 500,000, not 100,000. Okay. So 500,000 gold, a million platinum and 10 million diamond. Same thing for uh same thing for singles. Um but music videos, for a music video, 50,000 gold, 100,000 platinum and a million is a diamond. Music video. Downloads. Um uh, Streams. 
Really? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, so um, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty incredible. Um, but um, anyway, so what about podcasts? Are we the diamond status yet? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that there's any podcast awards that I know of. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are, but um, yeah, gotta help us get to at least to the gold status. I mean, you gotta start somewhere. Five hundred thousand? Yeah, come on. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. Where are we at right now? Like 7,000. Ah, we're closer than we were last week. That's <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, probably. We probably yeah. are a little closer than we were last week. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. 500,000. Yeah, I still got a little ways to go. Still got a little ways to go. But anyway, so we got the Grammys. Yeah. Um, and uh, and there there are other great awards out there other than the Grammys that you know uh, you got the American Music Awards, the CMAs, which is like Country Music's award, you know Dove stuff, stuff like that. Dove Award is considered to be the Christian Grammy, and yeah. so um, winning a Dove Award as a Christian artist is a very big deal. Um, but like the CMAs, that's a genre specific award. The Grammys cover all genres, um, so there are Christian. Gram, you know, Christian genres for Grammys and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then there's full scope, just like record of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are typically your like hottest albums, you know, that that aren't going to be Christian albums. And stuff you know like who that. hadn't ever won a Dove Award? Me. Sam Smith. That's true. You haven't won a Dove Award either. I have not. Um, uh, nor will I be. What I don't even really know what a Dove Award is, actually. I, it's just Christian music, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, there might be like some type of like radio. There's radio. You can win like so. Technically, if we took this onto the radio, hmm. you could you could potentially win like a Dove Award Podcast of the Year. Yeah, yeah. We're probably pretty far behind, like Sadie. Yeah, and people like that. They probably got more than seven thousand downloads, maybe weekly. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. But so if you've been on Facebook, if you've been around, you have seen um, the, the discussion about Sam Smith and Kim Petras, I believe is how you say her name, um, and, uh, and about the performance at the Grammys that was very provocative and very uh, kind of just outright in your face uh, as far as... You know, he was dressed uh, wearing a, you know, kind of devil horns and all red and there was flames and everybody knew what the imagery was pointing to. Um, And even, uh, I believe this is true, I don't know this in what context they were talking about, but uh, there was at least a picture circulating, uh, again, don't know if this is 100% true or not, but where the Grammys tweeted, we are ready to worship it wasn't the Grammys. It was CBS. Or CBS. Yeah, sorry, I yeah, saw CBS mm-hmm. um, during the Grammys about that, you know, and uh, and so everybody can make stuff blown out of proportion and things like that. But when you look at the Grammys, uh, and and I will say that uh, people do make an argument um, about a lot of the pre-show stuff because so the Grammys are a couple hours long. They're on TV. But they give out a lot of Grammys. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a prestigious award, but they give out a good bit of them each year. And so 
Um, because it's so long, it would take so long. They have what they call the pre-show Grammys that you can watch on YouTube or other Grammy on like the website and stuff like that. And that pre-show is where what they consider the non-major categories mm-hmm. uh, to be celebrated. And you still get a Grammy. You're still celebrated. It's the same you know, stage, all that. It's just before the TV portion. Yeah. And that is where they do the um, Christian portion. That's where they do those awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are really upset about that because they'll let Sam Smith get on stage and you know, promote Satan, so to speak, but they're going to hide the Christian award section and stuff like that. But I will say that there was a bunch of other awards that happened with mega stars. I mean, Harry Styles won an award in the pre-show, you know, like it. So that happens. Um, It's unfortunate that the Christian artists don't get as much headline and they don't get as much um, spotlight. But the reality of the situation is, is, that is just more, in my opinion, the structure of how things have to go, and it's just not considered to be a major category. The Grammys have like 10 major categories that they highlight during the TV episode portion. And uh, and so I understand the uproar about it as far as not letting those people have the same spotlight, but it's not just them that aren't getting the spotlight. The difference is, is that all of the Christian artists that won, well, it was just Maverick City. Maverick City and Brandon Lake swept, uh, along with Kirk Franklin. Um, their group together swept all five awards. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they literally came up on stage, got the first award, walked backstage, came back on stage, got the next award, walked backstage, came back and got the next award. So um, anyway, they were there to receive the award. Like Harry Styles was not there yet to yeah. receive the award that he won mm-hmm. in the pre-show portion. Now, when he won album of the year or record of the year, whatever they, however they title it, he was there for that one. Cause that was the big TV one. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so setting all that up, there's this performance. I actually did not see the performance and I don't know the song. So I looked up the lyrics. I watched a little bit of it, saw enough of it to go. Yeah. And, uh, it's pretty crazy, and and obviously it's not so much just about the song, but it's about the imagery, and it's about the celebration, um, but there's been a lot of people that have been talking about it. A lot of people have been appalled by it. A lot of people have you know, talked about how Christians that were in the room, i.e. Kirk Franklin, you know, Maverick City, the people that had just won Grammys uh, an hour or so before, um, how they should have left or protested, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. Did they show them? Did they show how they were responding? No. No, they didn't. Um, do we know that they didn't leave? No, we don't. Oh, okay. but but I'm here to argue against that. Yeah, actually, I, I don't I don't think that that's the right move to leave. Yeah, um, depending on the person. Hmm. Um, if you are um in the music industry, you probably got a pretty thick skin, um, because it's a brutal industry. However, um, why would we want to remove? the only amount of light that's in that place um, because something makes us a little uncomfortable. Hmm. Because being there doesn't mean that you support it because you were there for other reasons. You know, you were there because you were also being nominated, you know, stuff like that. Well, um, that's the argument is that by staying, you're showing support. 
Yeah, as but if sh- they couldn't do it without you. Well, but that's, I mean, that's the argument. Because you're not like. Well, I mean, no, it would happen without you. It happened if you're there or not. But that's what I'm saying. You're not. You're not funding the program. Yeah. Right. You were invited based on your, your own performance. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it it made people in an uproar and, um, you know, people were talking about how. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's just a big uproar about it and about how they couldn't believe that that people would do that and people would. Um, you know, have have a uh, have support for that, or how they could, you know, they were no longer supporting the Grammys, mm-hmm. and you know, this, that, and the other. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it on Sunday a little bit. Are you? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because um, it, it's so funny the way Christians perceive evil and wickedness, and like what is evil, what is wicked. Obviously, it is, but. I mean, honestly, what did you expect? Like, the name of the song is Unholy. Like, I mean, are they going to get up there in suits and ties and choir robes? (laughs) Like, I mean, I I would have kind of expected that it would probably be something pretty, pretty wicked. Yeah. uh, Because the name of the song is literally Unholy. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, look at all of the crap that they're constantly throwing out there our media is obviously worldly yeah um so doesn't really surprise me i i do get like the concern with this is what your children are seeing and i absolutely agree that you can either let your children be discipled by the media and by what they're watching on youtube and what they're watching on Netflix and all that stuff that you, you know, tend to just allow them to watch. If yeah. you're not keeping an eye on those things, they're being discipled by those things. Uh, they can either be discipled in that way or they can be discipled in the church, which is why it's so important that they're in the church and they are growing in their knowledge and understanding of what God says about who he is and who they are. And they're studying scripture and they're, memorizing Bible verses and, and all of those things that happen in the church. I, I agree with all of that, but I'm not super surprised because like that's the world we live in. And again, the name of the song was unholy. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're kind of talking about Shane Pruitt's What did tweet. Shane Pruitt say? Basically what you just said. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, he said the Grammys were a sobering reminder that there's plenty of people willing to disciple your kids for you. Kids can either be discipled by celebrities, ideologies, politics, or they can be discipled by you, the gospel, and the church. Yeah. Uh, don't subcontract discipleship out to the world. So, Ooh, don't subcontract discipleship. That's yeah. that'll preach right there. Yeah. That's good. You going to plagiarize that on Sunday? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Just give him props. <laughs> no, that's but, good. But no, I'm actually talking about how um, you're you're gonna like this. This is really gonna this is gonna be a seeker friendly message. Uh, I'm talking about how Paul basically equates what happened at the Grammys to when people show up for Easter Sunday and Christmas and call that good. Yeah, <laughs> like nominal Christianity. Uh, religiosity where you check boxes to say that you're 
honoring God. That's that's what he's talking about. A very rule based, mm-hmm. legalistic. I'm going to do just enough to show that um, I, I'm deserving of salvation. That type mentality. Basically, what he does is he equates that to straight up pagan idolatry. So like devil worshiping, crazy false gods. I mean, the the wicked stuff that we would look at and say, oh yeah, that's wicked. He compares rule based religion to that. So that's kind of kind of be my opener talking about what happened at the Grammys, and then I'm gonna hit him. Yeah, with rule based religion is satanic. Mm. I don't know if that's the exact words that I use, but basically it's a comparison. What he's doing is comparison, uh, comparisoning, uh, comparing the the very wicked, evil things that we look at and say, man, that is absolutely of the devil. And he's saying that in religion, you'll find things that are just as evil, even though the whole world's not going to look at it as such. Yeah. So I was going to say, I think it's actually good for us children of certain ages to see that. Children? Yeah. Why? It's a should be a sobering reminder that that's real and that's who we're that's who that's what we're up against. Mm. And that now I said children of certain ages, you know, depending on their like 30? No. <laughs> I mean you're you're a child of somebody. Well, you know what I mean. I guess, but I, like, I don't know that I want children seeing that. Well, I mean, I, I I think that at some point in time, like because I mean, the reality is is that it's I'm not saying that we're doing this, but it's very easy to live in a Christian bubble mm-hmm. and to be like, yeah. to let your discipleship be bubblefication, and all of a sudden they wake up and they stick their heads outside and the world does not look like that bubble and and so i i think that there's there's definitely a balance and obviously you don't want, but but i i think that in my opinion especially for for adults and for strong believers but i do also think for you know middle school high school students because they're they're seeing it they're around it anyway yeah i i think it's good to see it to see people be uncomfortable by it for them to be uncomfortable by it because then it doesn't become normal and i think that that's a i think that that is a good thing, but I also think that it's a it's a great reminder of one. This is who we're praying for. This mm-hmm. is who we're seeking. This is who we are uh, loving on, and this is who this is why we do what we do. But also, two, this is who we're fighting against. Not the people, but the spirit of mm. it. This, I mean, the 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 scripture tells us that that there is a war, mm-hmm. you know, raging all around us. And I think sometimes we, <clears throat> excuse me, we need to be reminded of that, and we need to we need to see that, and um, and so I I think that while yes it's disturbing it's unfortunate it doesn't look like it used to seventy years ago mm-hmm. um, the media has changed the you don't know what it looked like seventy years ago yes I do no you don't not not from me physically being there <laughs> but from accounts and you know it's like you saying like you don't know what it was like when Jesus was there well you have a pretty good account you know. Uh... Yeah, you have historical knowledge of what the day of life was like when Jesus. The cultural was alive. context, yes. yes. So it doesn't look like you know there's been a progression, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's a like 
like it was saying, it's a sobering reminder of why you have to do what you do, but it should also be a reminder of this is this is what we're up against. Yeah, and I, th- I think there's a balance. Um, I I agree that you don't want to live in a bubble, and they need to be made aware of it. I'm not saying let your five year old like jam yeah, out. Yeah, to no, 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 holy, I get it. You know? uh, <laughs> but I also think there's a difference between being entertained by it and being aware of it. Well, you know, and saying, so like if you're it. watching it as um even though you know it's oh so I'm aware of it I mean it is designed to be entertainment and so like it's one thing to see pictures and read an article and be made aware of it yeah. versus actually watching it and finding enjoyment in it but even if it's not if you if you watch it and it's uncomfortable I think that uncomfortableness yeah. is is good well, an uncomfortableness is the Holy Spirit. Right. But I think that that's, I mean, now, I could be wrong. I didn't see the whole thing. Obviously, it was provocative. Yeah. But there's nothing, to my knowledge, that's happening on live television in that case uh-huh. that is legitimately going to be something that is like, now, if you have a stumbling block or something like that, that could be yeah. one thing. But you're not going to see something at the Grammys, a performance, that is going to be the Holy Spirit, like, get out, get out, run away. You know, like, yeah. no, he can obviously, and, and each person has their own convictions, and so I'm not saying that that can't happen. But what I'm saying is, is it's not like you're watching the Grammys and a porno is going to come up on the screen yeah. and you're going to watch full-blown porn, you know, and be like, oh, this yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously they've got to be closed and uh, clothed. Golly, that's the second time I've misspoke like that what did i say a minute ago comparisoning yeah. <laughs> uh they've got to be clothed um yeah <laughs> uh so you know there's not going to be any of that but uh, you know the bible does say avoid the appearance of evil and but so do you think that do you think that if you've got the grammys on yeah and you're watching it mm-hmm. or it's on in the background and that performance comes on, that that's the appearance of evil just because you've been watching a program that has that, that is an award show that where the culmination of all of it is not that. Yeah, no, I'm not, say, I'm not saying like it's straight up sin to see it. Sure. Um, it's not going to cause you to, to lust. I'm just saying for somebody that has the conviction that they're not going to watch it, I can see the argument because the Bible does say to flee from sexual immorality, and there certainly was some oh, immorality. Oh, the, uh, and that's another thing. The Grammys, I mean, I can, I get the saying that you don't want to support it, mm-hmm. but the reality is is that it's the world. Yeah. And being a part of the world doesn't mean that you're necessarily supporting the world. No, I get that. Know? And there's things that I watch that, you know, there, there are movies that have situations that you're not, you're not agreeing that it's okay. Like even if it's something for guys that would be considered very innocent in in a sense, it's still wrong. Like if you're watching a movie about somebody robbing a bank, it's not that you're saying robbing a bank is okay. You know, you're watching a movie about a crime that took place. Yeah, and so or you're planning you, a bank robbery. Yeah, you I mean, can't. You know. You can't you can't equate what you're watching to equaling support of it, but at the same time, we are told to guard our heart, guard our eyes. It, it's just there's a balance there, and um, 
it's it's a tricky one because being aware of the depravity of the world we're living in, absolutely, we need to uh, praying for all of those things. Um, you know, our heart breaking for the condition of the world. That's yeah. that's all healthy, and and we should. You know, when Jesus looked out and he saw the brokenness of the. Um, the city, he had compassion on them. You I, know? Think, I think that's more of the angle that I'm, I'm trying to come from in yeah. the sense of going, instead of us being Looking at them and saying, uproar, you bunch of wicked heathens, yes. you're all going to hell and I hope you burn forever. That's not, that shouldn't be the heart. Well, even if, it, even if that's not the heart, but just that, that reaction of, oh my, like, how could you? How could this happen? It's like, you have to remember that the world is the world. Yeah, why wouldn't why, it? Happen? Why should we be so appalled when right. something like that happens? Because it's the world. And instead of spending so much time and energy in this uproar about how you can't believe it looks this way, yeah, let's turn that into prayer and turn that into focused on teaching and why this shouldn't be this. You know that that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it's it's also it's kind of a um, double edged sword, so to speak, because. If they're going to be made aware of it through people sharing posts, pictures, articles, which is what's happening right now, it's giving them exactly what they want. Like what they want is publicity. What yeah. they want is attention. Uh, talking about CBS, Sam Smith, the whole industry. Like that's, I mean, that's what they're craving for. And so by sharing it, you're you're not promoting it. Even if you're sharing it like, what I'm sure a lot of people are doing, you know, sharing the pictures or sharing, um, you know, about what happened and, and giving comments about how wrong it is, you're still helping them get more publicity and attention. Now, yeah. you would consider it to be negative, right? Because you're you're warning against what's going on. You are talking about how sad it is for the kids. You are, based on the the tweet you just shared, um, you know, you're talking about the importance of us discipling the kids versus the world discipling the kids. But even though you're doing it all to to fight against it or to talk about how bad it is, at the end of the day you're still continuing to create more and more attention for what happened. Yeah. And that's what they want. Yeah. Like that was the goal. That's I'm sure that's why CBS said, said what they said, if they said it, because um, the, whether it's good publicity or bad publicity, you know, there's a saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity because publicity is is good when you're wanting to gain attention and gain views. Yeah. So, um, I hear what you're saying, and I don't, I don't disagree. It's just it's it's a difficult balance because you know I'm thinking Romans 12 to offer yourselves as living sacrifices, knowing and understanding what the perfect will of God is, and um, the part about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. You know, just this idea of guarding your eyes, guarding your mind, guarding your heart. 
I mean, I think it's so important to be. Can, can you be aware? Of, can you be aware of it without filling yourself with it? And what do you what do you do when it comes on? You know, if you're there, do you get out? Do you if you're watching it on TV? Do you turn off the TV? Do you change the channel? I think that's a personal conviction thing, but I mean, I can. Yeah, I I I I hundred percent agree. The answer is not to say, I hope they burn. And the answer is not just to try to ignore it and act like it doesn't exist. The answer is definitely to try to make a difference and to, you know, fight for truth, fight for purity, um, you know, be, be a bridge to the, the culture that is really represented in that. And look for opportunities to share the good news of the gospel and, and the hope of Christ with people that are highly confused and, and falling into all of the, the wickedness and depravity that's represented through that performance. But practically how you do that, I think I think that's gonna vary. Yeah. And and I don't think that you can just it's one of those things I don't think flat out you can say, well, that's wrong or that's um, that's right because it's a personal conviction thing. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's definitely one of those things that I mean, like for me, like I watched the Grammys, I watched, but I didn't watch all of it, and I didn't see that performance. You know, yeah, uh, I saw part of it. I had friends that were nominated mm-hmm. uh, for for, I believe it was three different Grammys, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I watched. You know, they were on the pre-televised portion, and so I watched that to support them and to celebrate them. And um, you know, uh, one got to win uh, as a part of you know the Maverick City thing, um, and uh, and so um, so I watched that, and then I watched some of the televised portion, not all of it, but mm-hmm. some of it. Um, I was we had home group uh, in the middle of when the Grammys were actually on TV, and so. Uh, we didn't watch the Grammys during home group. And so when it was over, the Grammys were still on. And mm-hmm. so I, I turned it on and watched kind of a little bit of the ending and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's a personal conviction. Uh, I think you can be a part, support certain. Because, like, for me, like, the Grammys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. The world isn't going anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, like, so saying that you support the Grammys, like, I don't necessarily support the Grammys in, mm-hmm, in air mm-hmm. quotes. Like, they're an entity. It's an award. Winning one, whatever, is a cool deal. What you know, but that is uh, that's not going anywhere. Me saying, like, me watching the Grammys or me supporting the Grammys. The Grammys have been there long before it was ever on TV. You know, and they're going to continue to be there whether they're on TV or not. Um, but and that's how I feel about a lot of things. Like a lot of things that people want to boycott. It's like, what are you, what are you going to accomplish? Right. But I am going to support artists and mm-hmm. friends that I know that are nominated yeah. or, or win. You know, um, and uh, and and I think that that's okay. It's very easy to support those people and celebrate those people and their accomplishments and the recognition uh, without celebrating 
the unholy performance at the same time. Yeah. You know? And I, I think context is key, too, because, like, you know, at what point are you in danger of sending the wrong message to your kid if you're watching it with your kid? Yeah. You know, because you talk about it's good for kids to to see it and and know and understand that this is this is the the world that we're living in, and this is the level of depravity and and sinfulness uh, in our culture. But the the kid, if they are watching it with a parent. I mean, then, then you you keep watching it, right? So, based on what you were saying earlier, you you keep watching it because you want them to be aware that this is the this is a world we're living in. But it could also be perceived from the kid that because you're not turning it off, then it's not that big of a deal. Now, I'm not or saying you don't turn not, it off. I'm saying yeah. seeing it. Acknowledging it, but then, you see, but you see what I'm saying. A, yeah. but, but you see what I'm saying that it could be perceived from the kid as if you you don't. It, it's not that turning it off is going to accomplish anything in the sense of I'm I'm going to show CBS or I'm going to show the Grammys. Like that's not going to do anything. But if you don't turn it off with a a child or with a teenager they might perceive that as if you don't think it's that serious of an issue. Yeah. No, I agree. You have to use that as a teaching moment and stuff like that. So yeah. I wasn't saying just, like, let them just watch it and be like, this is great. Right. You know, yeah, like, sure. Whoa, Sam. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. You know, like, I'm not. Yeah. You know. Um, but there is that side, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, well. They need to know the world we're living in. So we're just, there's a difference in knowing the people you're trying to reach and being the people you're trying to reach, you know, like, uh, we're not, we're not just because you're not celebrating. It doesn't mean that you're guarding your family against it. If you're, if you're allowing your family to, to participate in those things, like it's no big deal. And then you're going to try to, you know, talk about after the fact that, Hey, we don't, we don't believe in that. You just got to be careful because there's there's a level of um, hypocrisy that that you could be having to fight against in in terms of the the perspective of your child. If, like you said, if you're just watching it and it's entertaining and and it's all good, and then and then you're going to come back after the fact and say, well, you know, we we really we're praying for these people because they're lost and they need the Lord. And we were, we were just, uh, we were just wanting you to, to see how bad the world is. Like that's going to create confusion in, in that situation. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, well, it's, it seemed like you weren't really trying to pray for them while you were watching it. You were just kind of enjoying it. Right. Uh, you were entertained by it. So, it's um there's there's definitely a balance there there's no doubt yeah absolutely and I, and I, like you said earlier that 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 um balance is based on a personal conviction yeah and you got to be walking with Jesus to have that conviction so 
But what is clear uh, and not controversial is that uh, we're living in a messed up world. And there are a lot of people that are looking for answers and looking for joy in a lot of places that will never provide that joy. And not just the performance, but the entire speech and response after the performance that uh, you showed me before we, we started is just evidence of that. And, you know, the Bible talks about it in, I think it's Romans chapter 1, um, but the difference in recognizing that sin exists um, and, and actually participating in sin, like that's, those are two different things, but then you can take it to another level where it's not just that you recognize sin exists and it's not just that, that you yourself are engaging in sin, but that third level is now you're actually celebrating sin as if it's good. And, and that is, that's where we are as a culture and a society. And, um, it's amazing to me that people can get upset or disheartened by the church celebrating what God is doing. Yeah. And yet we live in a world that is celebrating sin. And and sometimes it seems as if there is a bigger issue with the church celebrating what God is doing than the world celebrating sin. And that that is sad. That's the world we're living in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to be careful. Um, and, um, and I think a lot of it, too, is... Um, a lot of it, too, is we get really high horsey and we get really easy to, uh, to complain about stuff and you know, yeah. being careful, so... But um, we're running out of time here, and uh, I want to keep the podcast on the shorter side of things, mid- on the middle side of things. It's not short. Middle it's not, side of things. It's not short. It's not long. It's in the middle. So um, anyway, but basically, walk with the Lord. Spend time with Jesus. Have your convictions. Follow those convictions. Recognize what's going on in the world around you. Love those people, love the people around you, love the people in the world, um, and, and be the light. Um, but, but let's not be shocked when the world responds the way that makes them look like the world, mm. um, because that's what they are. Um, and let's meet that response with looking us, with, with us looking like Jesus and, uh, and being a light. And, uh, and, and I think that's when we'll start to see radical change is when we stop meeting their worldliness with cringe and with just like this isolation yeah and with this just like ostracizing yes yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we meet that with looking like jesus to them uh and uh being a place of of change so yeah. Anyway, well, thanks so much for listening to follow you anywhere. Excited to be back in the groove of things. And uh, and so uh, we'll be off next week. Got some time to catch up to episodes that you may have missed. Uh, share it with your friends. 
uh, come to church on Sunday, listen to Jeremy plagiarize that tweet, and uh, <laughs> and I won't use it. I'll uh, probably forget it by Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we'll see you back here on the podcast in two weeks. Two weeks. So this is Follow You Anywhere. We'll see you then. See ya.